hello there. Welcome to the podcast. I'm tossing up. Oh, God. Whether for you to admit now or later, <laughs> like for people to wait in the podcast to see what you ate directly before the show <laughs> or for you to tell them. I mean, if they're regular listeners now, yeah. of the podcast, yeah. they won't be surprised by the stuff no, that okay. I put in my body. All right. All right. Well, okay. I was just talking about food. Well, so am I. Oh, okay. Good. Um, well, look, you know, I mean, there's a lot of good things in this particular um, podcast, I think, in this episode. Um, really loved hearing from the women who use bugger all beauty treatments. I was super proud of that, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a mouth trumpet. Uh, does that normally get a run or not really? Yeah, that's in here. Sorry, never listened to the podcast. <laughs> um, and Elio, bin cake. I... So there you go. She ate a cake that was in the bin, okay, but the story is actually pretty funny. Usually I'd have some kind of good comeback but for you, it. But you ate bin cake. Um, that's true. Bin I cake. did eat bin cake. But... Hey, actually, do we need to go and throw it out properly now? Yeah, I think tomorrow. Will you, you go back and have another crack? Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, no, I'm done because then something else happened to the bin cake, which definitely means I've called it quits. Oh, yeah. You'll have to wait for the story for that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, bin cake aside, today we also talk about weird family traditions. Yes. Uh, oh, and coming up right now, you don't even have to wait for mm-hmm. it. The way that I get my revenge on you for something you oh, did to me a couple oh. of months ago, you're going to hear that. This is almost as big as you eating bin cake. Bigger, mate. Bigger. So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio. So you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance. But here goes Ellie and Bex. I am a bit of a giddy schoolgirl right now. I've got a lot of energy. Um, because <laughs> something that I've been working on for two months now is about to come to fruition. Clearly not a decent wardrobe. Wow. <laughs> I'm just getting in early, so Wow. <laughs> I would watch your words very closely, I know that friend. I'm about to cop it because a couple of months back I threw it on you because you came out in public on a, a Facebook page and said you're a stand-up comedian. I said you'd never tread the boards like me. I was a little offended personally, so we ha- gave you a great night up at Circa. Mm-hmm. Um, you nailed it. You had a Thank ball. You. I think uh, most of the women in this room were there. She enjoyed herself, guys. <laughs> so o- overall, a really positive experience. So I'm just hoping that the same happens to you. Maybe I'll learn to, you know, I don't know, game fish or... I mean, maybe, maybe you will enjoy this. But I thought that was the most stressful moment of my life, having oh, to do that. Yeah. And, and if so anyone's I ever thought... worked with a millennial, every week is the most stressful moment of their life. <laughs> Had anxiety. I thought I was going to vomit. I cried myself You'd melt in a freezer, you would. Fair dinkum. (laughs) It was a tough couple of weeks for me. So uh, for the last couple of months, I've been thinking, racking my brains um, on how I can get you back. Who'd you steal this idea off? (laughs) This just came to me one night. Oh, God. Um, So I'm just going to play something and then I'm going to introduce you to our special guest who we've got in the studio. Rip the band-aid. Let's do this. So let's have a listen to what you're in for, my friend. Mm -hmm. On the 8th of July, 2020... A 39-year-old man saw an opportunity to throw his co-host under the bus, to publicly humiliate her, to shame her, to put her 1,000 miles away from her comfort zone. This is Circa. This is the rooftop bar in the opposite tower to our work. No. And this is where, live on air, supported by a full cast, you will finally become a Ridgy Ditch comedian. Fast forward to today, and that same co-host has been plotting her revenge for months, figuring out the perfect way to get him back. And now, three weeks before his 40th birthday, the punishment has been decided. (laughs) 
Hold on. D-grade radio. One man, a team of backup dancers, a oh, medley no. of dance genres, a live venue on the Sunshine Coast, and you in the crowd, because nobody puts Bex in the corner. Well, 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 Sunny Coast, please meet your newest professional dancer. Wow. In a few weeks' well, time, mate. Wouldn't be the first time I'd been paid to... Well, look. Show my wares. You are about to turn 40, right? Yes. And currently, you have the dance skills of a toddler. I say this about Mate, you I'm all the time. And I have cerebral palsy. You're I'm a, I am peak condition for my people. <laughs> I'll give you the hot tip. You don't see us bloody dancing the Paso Doble with Paul Mercurio, do Well, you? look, I mean, every time you dance, you look a bit like a toddler. You just kind of dance up and down on the spot, right? So I thought... Last time I danced with you, you fell on the dance floor. I had to carry you out. Hey, it's not about me right now. It's not about me. It's about you. Yes. Okay. Um, and I would like to introduce Melissa from thought, Platinum Cheer and Dance. I thought she looked fit. When she walked in, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to have to do... I thought I was going to have to do some sort of posing competition or something. <laughs> Hello, Melissa. Hi, how are you? Well, thank you. Now, Melissa and I have had a, a couple of little meetings. Great. Um, and she has offered to lend you a dance coach mm-hmm. and some backup dancers from Platinum Cheer and Dance. Okay. And, uh, Do I have when to throw we... myself in the air? Because I've been watching Cheer <laughs> on, on Netflix. I don't know if you watch it, Lisa. I imagine if anyone's going to, it's you, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> I watch a little of that. But no, maybe maybe not that sort. But we do have some good little tricks yep. up our sleeve for you. Exactly. Which would be great. Yes. Oh, uh, we've, we've She's been reaching into out. a bag. <laughs> She's reaching into a bag. Thank God. I thought there was a marital aid for a second. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what sort of dance group this is. What you got there, Mel? I've got some pom-poms. <laughs> oh, shake it. <laughs> Which you will have on the night. So what we're foreseeing for you yeah, is a medley full mm. of different dance genres from ballet to hip-hop to yes. cheer to lyrical to all of the above Yes, melded together for a performance at a venue on the Sunshine Coast for the mm. lucky listeners. Great. Am I allowed to drink beforehand, Coach? Am I... Melissa, I, would you recommend that? I'll do one now oh, if you maybe. want. That's something I would have to do. <laughs> the other thing I thought you were going to do. Yes. I thought this was going to be one of those nude modelling pranks, and I was like, oh, God. Oh, goodness. We would not do that to the people of the coast. Oh, Don't God. you worry. Well, we could save on crayons. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm taken aback. I'm just processing it all. Mm-hmm. Um, movement's not something I'm comfortable with. Um, I move. I, one of my coaches, my boxing coach, used to tell me it was like teaching a cat how to swim. Well, th- hey, um, mate, you've got dance lessons over the next couple of weeks. You're going to yep. learn from the best in the biz, biz at Platinum Cheer and Dance. Yes. And so, what? You go, why would you be nervous? Five, six, seven, eight. You'll have little children doing flips around you to make you look good. It's yeah, going to be great. I've got a blue card, so we can do that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we All can right. Do that. Let's 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 do this. Dancing with the D grade radio star. There's no need to be. <laughs> So negative in the terminology <laughs> well, there. I was going to call it Dancing with the Stars, it, but you're I didn't not a star. I did an mate. evening with a crap comedian <laughs> on your thing, did I? You should have. All right, keep it locked to 91.9 CFM over the next Ooh. couple of weeks uh, for your info, info on how you can win your way there you're to like, see Bex performing live. You're like putting detergent in your bathtub and throwing a rhino in. Yeah, I know. It's going to be gonna great. Be... I can't wait. Kelly and Bex. 91.9 CFM. You know how Melbourne's going through a little bit of a rough time at the moment? Mm, haven't heard about it. Yeah. They're all in lockdown. Yes, my it's parents ex- are there, yeah. sisters are there, cousins, nephews, nieces, uncles, aunts. Wow, so many people. Yeah, not a great place to be. No. Um, and so they're all looking to their leaders, obviously, for yes. advice on how to get through the tough times and whatnot. And uh, the Deputy Chief Health, Health Officer down there, mm-hmm. Dr Nick Coatesworth, yes. 
um, has come out with some advice to the people. He's the bloke that's always on the project, right? And he's on a lot of the radio ads as well. I'm Dr. Nick Coopsworth. That is probably him. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't get home in time to watch the project. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Rubbing it in. Uh, anyway, so he's come out and I feel like the advice is given. If I was in Melbourne in lockdown entering my 38th day or whatever they're yeah. up to, hearing this probably wouldn't really instill me a lot of help. Yeah. He said, one thing that you can do to help with your mental health and help get you through this difficult time is when you get up in the morning, make your bed. Oh, God. <laughs> and brush your teeth. Like, are you kidding me? That's the advice from one of the top leading medical oh, no. professionals in the world. I've got to make my bed. <laughs> if only it was that easy. Do you know how frustrating making a bed is? Yeah, I know. Trying to get all the all the sheets folded underneath properly oh. and then you get into the bed when it's oh. made at night and you can't fit in it because it's folded so Don't tightly. Don't get me wrong. What about when you've washed your sheets and you've got to put them all back oh. together? The, the old doona chase. As a single person. Get me started. There's no point in you making your bed. There's no one ever in it. Right. Yeah. But as a single person, putting on a bottom sheet yeah. is one of life's greatest disappointments. Oh, how is it? I mean, I'm 39 and I've made plenty of beds in my time. Yeah, Not as have. many as my wife has, to be honest. But yeah. uh, when you get the old, if you've got a queen bed and you look at it and you go, oh, you stretch out the fitted sheet and you go, oh, no, nah, I've got it the wrong way around. Oh. No, nah, nah, don't. And then you put it on, you're so confident, and you get it halfway out the bed and you go, oh, God, it's the wrong way around. Yep. It, someone needs to print an arrow on there. I feel like we've gone slightly off topic, but I, you've uncovered something. Right. That makes my mental health oh, worse. Oh, just make your bed. Oh, coronavirus yes. will be fine. <laughs> Come on, Dr. Nick Coatesworth. You can do better than that, Chan. You can do better People than that. People are relying on you. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Now, a list has been leaked. Yes. Uh, about the Bachelor contestants' beauty demands. So uh-huh. it turns out when you go on the batch, you get pretty much free reign of whatever beauty treatment you want. What, in terms of what, look their best when... Yeah, yeah, ultimately. So the producers will come to the contestants and say, hey, what do you want? Um, what do you want? We'll sort it out for Tell you. you fake tan, fake nails, all yeah, of that. That would be quite a list, wouldn't it, for some of those women? <laughs> right, well... You, on the other hand, would be a cheap <laughs> option, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Caitlin, who's the one from the Gold Coast. Oh, God, aren't they all from do, the Gold Coast? Do, oh, I thought you were going to make... Allegations against people from the Gold Coast. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I mean, we're the sunny coast. We're more laid back up here. But down there, they like oh, their beauty. Not made of plastic either, but anyhow. Whoa, don't you can't say that. Anyway, um, she has come out and said, oh, no, she hasn't said this. It's been leaked that her list included at least 10 things. God, what? what? She wanted lashes, eyebrows, nails, hair extensions, tan, facials, injectables, hair, makeup, and more. Injectables. <laughs> the come whole on. shebang. And uh, most of the other girls allegedly only wrote one to two things down. One to two things. If yeah, you... so tans were big, which is fair enough. If yeah. I'm on national TV, I'll probably get a tan. Anytime yeah. I go in front of the camera, tan, because it cuts off 10 kilos, then I'm only like 100 kilos, right? <laughs> I look amazing. Hey, you're down to 100, bud. Don't you shortchange yourself. I'm okay you're doing with well that. with your training. I'm okay with that. Um, I thought we this afternoon could flip this on its head mm. because there are some higher maintenance ladies and yes. men out there. Yes. But then at the other end of the spectrum... There's girls who don't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> well, you don't need to, right? That's the truth. And, and look, that's I respect. Like my wife, for example, goes to effort to get ready to look her best. Yeah. And, and I love that and I respect that. And she's oh. beautiful. But by the same token, when I roll over at bed, in, you know, 7.30 in the morning and mm-hmm. have a look, I'm like. You're still that, beautiful. That's a good looking woman. There you go. Well, I'll take you through my beauty regime. Um, Shouldn't take long, <laughs> folks. If you really desperately need to go to the toilet, don't worry. 
you're not going to pay yourself before the end <gasps> okay, of this. Okay, all right. It's hardly well, comprehensive. We're asking the question five four five double one nine one five four five. Double one nine one nine. Did I get it right? Yeah, sure. Cool. Um, how few beauty products do you use? If you're yeah. a man or a woman who yeah. doesn't use anything, we want to hear. When you it. get ready in the morning. Yeah. So I I cleanse every shower. What does that mean? Like so does I, everyone? I put no, but I put a cleanser on my face. What does that even do? It gets washes away impurities. What's um, wrong um, with soap? Well, not on my face. What's wrong with soap so on the, the soap face? Oh, well, you my... might die from that. Oh god. No, soap goes under my pits. Oh god. And in other places. That's disgusting. But on my face, I get a nice little cleanser. Yes. Um, I will moisturize, but only if the air's dry. So like twice a year in the Queensland. Okay. Um, and then I do my makeup, foundation, bit of. I'm a bit obsessed with eyeliner. Yeah, you can tell you look like a bloody panda. Yeah, maybe a bit of bronzer, and that's it. <laughs> I sometimes feel like feeding you bamboo when we have a lunch. Wow. <laughs> so there's not much to it, right? Wow, there's not much to it. But, but I reckon a, there's... But you are a good-looking woman. Stop you hitting don't... on me again. Yes, I know, right? It's so hard. All right, 545 me. Nailed the number that time. <laughs> Give us a call. How few beauty products do you use on a regular basis? I know that you've got a little bit of a beauty regime. Um, my deal is really simple. I have olive oil soap. That's from uh, my mum's my country. It's fancy. Yep. 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 And uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, wash and I um, deodorise, of course, and I do my hair. I've got my own. Yeah, that's what I was my waiting for. My only thing is my, my hair product. That's about it. That's what about hair it. product do you use? Is it uh, gel depends. or is I'm it open, wax? I'm open to offers. Hashtag influencer. <laughs> it's not about me. If you would like uh, 50 bucks to spend at the delicious and fantastic and so upscale Kiki Bar and Eatery, uh, experience the glamour atmosphere, food and cocktails, and give us a call, 545-11919. Let us know, Chains. Yes, Lisa in Biwa. Have you got a minimal beauty regime? Uh, yeah, I use moisturiser on my legs and that's it. On that's your it. legs and that's but it. But what Lisa's not telling you is that she walks everywhere on her hands, so people think she's just in great shape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no makeup at all? No makeup. No, I haven't owned makeup for about 20 years now. Do you find that if you ever do wear it for a wedding or whatever, people go over the top about how good you look? Like, oh, my God, I didn't know it was you. It, it's usually, yeah, oh, my God, you're wearing makeup. <laughs> Who does it? I have to borrow it to wear it. That's all right. What yeah. do you do for a crust, Lise? Like, what's the day spent doing? Um, I'm a car detailer. Yeah, well, there you go. There's no point. There's no point in you wearing any sort of makeup then no. when you've got your hands on a gurney and you're upside down under someone's seat trying to get chewing gum off the floor. Bugger that. Exactly. <laughs> like, how long does it take you to get ready in the morning? It must be so quick. Like five minutes. Oh, Lise. That's the best. See? You're living the dream. And that's why I don't wear makeup, because I get to sleep in. <laughs> and, and that's the wonderful that's thing. Amazing. Lise, thank you for keeping the cars of the sunny coast clean, Lise. No worries. Have a good one. All right. Let's move on to Shona from Sippy Downs. Shona, uh, do you not use much for your beauty regime? I don't use anything except for washing myself in the shower, but that's it. Nothing. There you go. All right. So so no makeup either? No. The only time I put makeup on is if I'm doing something special. Well, hang on. Define something special, Shona. (laughs) No, like guess how's it going out for like a special oh, dinner or something. I thought it was when Mr. Shona was in for a good evening, oh, you know, yeah, for, no, for example. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, so what's your get ready time in the morning per day? Um, I give myself about a half hour to get up, have a shower, get dressed and walk out the door. There you go. That, does that it's include coming. the uh, requisite eight minutes of sitting on the edge of the bed, willing yourself towards the coffee machine? Because that's what I do. 
or the 10 minute snoozing of the alarm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel you, Shones. I feel you. You know so, what? Sorry, I know you've got a question, and we'll get back to it in just a sec, but I'd love to do a topic next week on 545 Does anyone. Get up when their first alarm hits. Oh, my housemate does. She's literally eyes open, boom, straight yeah, up. We should it's check crazy. that out. What were we going to ask? Uh, Shines, if you were to head into the Bachelor Mansion, what beauty regime <laughs> would you request or would you just say, nah? No, I would I'd take me as I am is how I look at it. Yes, yeah. good on you. Yeah, yeah. Good or, on or you. you could say, look, my, um, my morning routine is very important, but I use chocolate. Yeah. Um, and I use <laughs> sparkling wine and vodka. Yeah. <laughs> and a phone. Oh, yeah. and I need all that, yeah. Ellie <laughs> and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Ellie and Bex. Mouth trumpet. Yeah, Sunny Coast hits uh, done trumpet style. If you uh, know what the song is, five four five double one nine one nine. You want to do this? You want me to do this? Yeah, oh, look, you can do it if you like. Oh, okay, fine, I will. All right, here you we go. I didn't think I would, did you? Call us if you all know right, the name. You know of what this, this song? is? at the end, but the start was good, which bodes well for you. You could, you can um, didn't ask for a critique. Hold a key, and you can hold the rhythm. Thank which you. Is good very for much. Your dance um, performance in a couple of weeks' time that I've just. How can you sound you? drunk at quarter to four in the afternoon? <laughs> I just had a really nice um, pie, and so I'm a bit in a food coma. All right, folks. Five four five double one nine one nine. If you know what that one is. Mm. Do you reckon? <laughs> Do you ever have a moment in your career where you go, mm, probably not my finest hour? Yeah, it's like I studied broadcasting. Yes, at a quite a high level, and uh, this is what my life has come to. <laughs> studied it at a high level, didn't practice it at a high one. Uh, Crystal, hello. You've got through. You're live on the air. Hi, how you going? Good, Good Crystal. Thanks. Any idea what Bex is trumpeting there? Uh, that would be Hey Soul Sister by Train. Thank you. Hey Sister. Obviously not too pitchy, Crystal. No, definitely not. No. I'll be nice. Oh. Spot on. <laughs> I'll well, be nice. That's, that's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> Was going to link to a prize that we didn't attach, but no, that's cool. All the best, Crystal. It's been fun. <laughs> hey, Crystal, um, <laughs> while we've got you, just quickly, did you hear uh, that in a couple of weeks, Bex is going to be doing a dance medley performance for the people of the sunny coast? I surely did. I can't wait to laugh at that. I mean, <laughs> encourage him. Hey, Crystal, I like you, Crystal. Guess what? What? You've won nothing. I'll see you later. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. A thread has come out sparked by a woman named Nicole who put on Twitter yeah. um, this tweet and it's gone gangbusters. If you normalise something because your family did it and then realised it was not, in fact, normal or remotely common, I would love to hear about it. Okay, so what that actually means in English is if your family did something forever and you just thought it was cool and regular and then when you look back on it, it's a little bit strange. Yeah, well, because you grow up in your family. Yes. And you think that, you know, you've got these traditions that, that you guys thing do. That you do is, is, yeah. Yeah, and some of the responses that have come out. Give us a couple just to get oh. the thoughts going because we want you to join in on 545 Yeah, um, Hannah's written, my dad cooked once a week by yelling smorgasbord night and taking everything out of the fridge and putting it on the counter like a buffet. We could make whatever we wanted. So smorgasbord oh, night. Was clean the fridge night. Yes, literally. Another person has written, the kitchen spider. There's always at least one spider in the kitchen at all times mm-hmm. and the spider is treasured almost like a pet. Once my mum sent an email with subject sad news, it was about the current spider's demise. That's a bit strange. (laughs) 
I love that. How about this one? We had a rule that if you didn't put your napkin on your lap at dinner and someone spotted it on the table, you had to stand by the front door and hop on one leg ten times. That's weird. <laughs> But totally what we're looking for. Exactly. It's that weird stuff that you grew up with. I, growing up as a kid, mm. um, always wanted to watch the cartoons when I got home from school. Yes. But my mum wouldn't let us watch TV unless we had a piece of fruit in our hand. Oh, God. That we had to eat, obviously. Yeah, I just saw you carrying around an unpeeled banana. <laughs> yeah, well, it was her way to get us kids to eat <laughs> our fruit. Of fruit. I mean, you love television, but you had diarrhoea as yeah. well. <laughs> so stay away from stone fruit season. So it's kind of like a, it's a family tradition. That was seemed normal because you knew nothing else, right? Uh, mm. But now that you do, you look back on it and you go, oh, geez, that's a bit weird. Yeah, exactly. You only found out at the ripe old age of mm. however old you were. Mm. So give us a call. Yeah, Easter, I think I've told you this. Each year, Magic Mike, uh, our gossip reporter, also my dad, uh, would grab the biggest egg uh, and we would start off Easter Sunday by playing a game of footy, tackle footy, as a family in the living room, at which point at some stage it would get out of control and he would um, try and kick for touch. Kick for touch. Yeah, basically kick the kick the egg and then it goes everywhere and then we start our kind of feast. What? I mean, that's just a waste of a good egg if you No, we me. ate it all. Oh, okay. Just Did had you... foot juice on it. That's foot juice oh, trust on me. a Sunday morning. My where did, where, got foot where juice. did you grow up? <laughs> I Who, got has foot feet. Ju- Who has foot juice? <laughs> I don't know. Gotta, Let's go to the phone. Cut loose foot juice. <laughs> kick off those chainy shoes. <laughs> if you got wee pin toes. Then everybody knows. Are you done? Because we're going to go to Shana. Do we have time to go to Shana? Let's do it. All right. Shana in Budroom, do you have a family, weird family tradition, I should say? Yeah. So when I was growing up, um, I thought that it was completely to sit around with my dad on a Saturday watching the football, eating blue vein cheese and black pudding, not actually knowing what they were until years later. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, two things that uh, I've never got around black pudding and I can't get my head around it. Um, uh, blue blue cheese, uh, when I was a kid, it was a thing. Uh, I've come around to it now. Um, how old were you when you were watching the footy with your old man? So I would have been between probably five and nine when I realised what black pudding was and I stopped participating. <laughs> Is that, okay, I actually don't really know. Wait, Is that you, the like blood t- and guts yeah, in can it? Can you tell Ellie what's in it? Yeah, it's like dried blood made into a pudding. Yeah, it's a blood sausage, basically. Uh, I mean, so it was watching footy um, while he drank beer and we sat around and shared blue vein and black pudding. <laughs> it's such a weird combination as yeah. well. Who wants a heart attack? <laughs> um, bring it on. I feel like watching the footy, you eat a pie. Like, yeah. that's that's the staple footy-watching <laughs> meal. A black pudding, where does that come from? Does yeah, he, no. Does he still do it to this day? He's no longer with us, oh. but he probably, but he probably would if he was still around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He sounds like a man of indulgence, the old man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever your body wants, you should give it. Uh, that's a great story, Shana, and thanks for sharing. No worries. Ellie and Bex. Hey, uh, you started off the hump day by um, most people would know. Twenty past three. Tell everyone what you did. Oh, I announced that. Yeah. Um, in retaliation for you throwing me under the bus and making me perform stand-up comedy live. Yeah, which you did really well. I am going to make you perform a choreographed dance medley of various genres with backup dancers from Platinum Cheer and Dance on stage in front of listeners. Now, they're great people. I just don't want to bring the uh, their business into any disrepute. No, trust me. Once you go there, I went there yesterday. They've yeah. got trophies up all around the place, so no, they've got a good that's reputation. Exactly, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, they'll be able to teach you 
to I'm, be up to their standard. I'm chubby and uh, my legs don't work well. You, so. What are you talking about, mate? It's the truth. You, have, I told you, have I talked to you about self-fulfilling prophecies? Yeah, well, that's, I mean, it's just science, mate. I was if you born say 13 weeks premature. If you say <laughs> part you of my can brain do was dead, but anyhow. <laughs> you can do something. Oh, I'll tell you what. Okay. Now, I might be the one that was born 13 weeks premature with part of his brain dead, but I have to bring everyone into the inner sanctum on what, on the <laughs> 10 minutes before the show. So you got in late as always. And, uh, I never get in late, ever. If you start times three o'clock, you're good. And uh, I said to you, look, is there anything you need? Do you want anything? It's what I normally try and do because you fly the plane. And he said, oh, I'd love a coffee. Let's go get a coffee. So we went around to the kitchen. And as we were walking in, he said, geez, well, it was yesterday it was Shanae, our um, fantastic receptionist. Uh, it was her birthday. Mm. And here they do good cake and whatever else. And you went, oh, there's no cake left. And I said, oh, it's probably been thrown out. I'm tell really... everyone tell everyone what you did after that. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to sit back, you know, pour myself a single malt scotch and have a cigar while you tell everyone what you did. Look, I was peckish. I'd had lunch before I came into work and I yeah. was already hungry. We don't, that's all useless detail. What I did knew... you do from the moment I said to you, it's probably in the bin? Well, I went over to have a look in the bin. And you went, oh! Because the Coles vanilla cake... Yes. ...had been thrown into the bin, uh-huh. but uh-huh. it was still in its full casing. Do you know when it was thrown in the bin, by the way? I'm guessing some point this morning. Yeah, okay. So it had been there a while by the time you came <laughs> through at about 2 o'clock. Um, now, I know what you're thinking if you're driving down the motorway or, or, or perhaps, you know, if you're heading home at the moment you're listening to us, thank you, first of all, but secondly, you're probably thinking, yeah, but she didn't eat it. <laughs> it was. It hadn't touched any of the bin itself because well, it was in a plastic case. I, I made you smell it to see if it was any good and you said to me, it actually <laughs> smells a bit rank. Yeah. But and that was and just... then I know that same person sitting back in their car right now <laughs> as the sun sets over our beautiful sunny coast is thinking, yeah, but she didn't eat it. Well, the only part that smelled a bit rank was the frosting because that had, you know how like when something is in the sun and it gets a bit of condensation around the outside of it as if it's melting, like cheese. Crossing back to that car on the, uh, on the motorway. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't eat it. Well, I thought I won't eat the frosting because that's the ranky smelling part. Yeah, but you wouldn't but the eat any of the cake, surely. Cake's still fair game. Hadn't you, touched the bin. You ate bin cake. Hadn't melted. You ate bin cake. I. You Look at me. <laughs> look at me. Say these words. I ate bin cake. You've got to be honest with your audience. It's the only way back from here, okay? okay. You need to be contrite. Okay. You ate bin cake. I ate bin cake. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then what happened when you went to put bin cake back in the bin? <laughs> I sh- you dropped it upside down, icing first on the floor. And then what happened? And then... When we left the kitchen and we came back into the studio precinct here uh, on Marucci Boulevard and, um, and, and uh, we went to sort of uh, come into our studio, which we've now done several hundred times. I thought you were having a problem. Who was pulling on a push door for the best part of five minutes? It wasn't my best five minutes. Okay, of my life. Because you ate bin cake. I'm, no, not, I I'm not surprised. Okay, well, if the bus is losing, pay me more and I won't be so hungry all the time, okay? I ate bin cake. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.